0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. The Rock, the biggest movie star in the world, is also one of the biggest TV stars with The Young Rock, a show about his rise to stardom. But the other man you see there pictured on screen is Roman Reigns, currently the biggest star in professional wrestling in the wwe so what is that little kid over their shoulder well that is a childhood depiction of young joe anawahi a young nephew of the rock and last night in a scene on the show they foreshadow a match down the line between the two and it is a significant one and it is quite a tease that makes you think if they're going to tease that on a network TV show separate from WWE that has direct association with all of WWE lore, that we're getting that, right? We're getting that. We have a lot to talk about here on today's Sports Gear Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Brock Lesnar, what is his immediate future (laughs) with the WWE? Plus, We'll get into even more with Ricochet, the reigning defending intercontinental champion, has a lot to say about the current status of that championship. Becky Lynch being named a game changer, not game changer wrestling. Slow down, slow down. Why why was people just rushing to conclusions? Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers. What is their contract status with Impact Wrestling moving forward? And so much more. Let's get right into it. You share that link. Oh, you stink. Watch out,
1: watch out, watch out, watch out.
0: Beloit, Wisconsin, in the house. What's going on, everybody? My alarms are going off already as the show starts. There we go. Uh, Jeremy Bennett, in Nebraska, if you ask you, holding the. We fence didn't do up. our iconic I- open. I know, because we got interrupted by an alarm. Here we go. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> you just do, do the quick one at the end. There we go. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Uh, if you went this live for the first time, go ahead and uh, shout out where you were watching from. A lot of news. Let's get right into it. The Rock last night. Young Rock. We're in season two of this show, which is kind of like a dramedy, more, and more of a comedy depiction of The Rock's life at various different stages of his youth coming up in the wrestling ranks in football. Most of the first season was almost all about football. They had wrestling, but it was all his father, uh, Rocky Johnson. And the, the show has a lot of hints towards things that come up later in Rock's life, like his movie career and obviously his WWE career. But the last few episodes really settled into, and I watched them today, literally right up until we went live, settle into him getting into wrestling and that uh, that setbacks in his, his football career set up to follow up the family business. His father, Rocky Johnson, Hall of Famer, one half of the first African-American WWE Tag Team Champions, and his grandfather, Uh, High Chief Peter Maivia, one of the greatest territory champions of all time and and a WWE Hall of Famer in his own right. So uh, this is interesting here. Uh, The way this all plays out here in the scene, as I was mentioning, they have uh, Rock getting ready to jump into the wrestling business, watching a pay-per-view with the entire Samoan dynasty in the living room, and this little kid scrapping around his shoulder, putting him in a headlock saying, I want to wrestle. And he goes, that match isn't, the world isn't ready for that match. That's one that can only happen at (laughs) At WrestleMania." WrestleMania. Yes. So you you have literally put an Easter egg into a network TV show for a match that hasn't happened yet. It's going to
1: happen. It's going to happen.
0: Uh, I'm not saying it, it's a confirmation, but if ever there has been a bigger move to tease this, even bigger than a tweet, even bigger than Roman talking about it, or even The Rock talking about it, I think this would be it. Right, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny how he
2: even yelled, Acknowledge me. As a little kid, there uh, it was cute. That was pretty funny. Um, as a, as they're starting to uh, obviously focus on him starting to train for a professional wrestling gig, um, you know, where he told his father he doesn't want his father to train him and and things like that. So it's a very the very beginnings uh, since his football career didn't take off. So it's kind of a kind of a unique and interesting and funny nod uh, to those who who follow professional wrestling and knew what that meant.
1: Absolutely, and I think uh, you know this is the second season of Young Rock. It's a very well produced show, uh, very well written. A lot of comedy, a lot of stuff could be funnier. Uh, It could be. It could be. It could could be funnier. But it's cute. It's campy. You know, it's it's very network driven to the family. So um, people that have followed the career of the Rock will get a little bit of an insane. You almost feel like you know him a little bit better. But some of these stories may be fictionalized. I don't know. Uh, but last night's episode, which I still haven't watched, I only saw that snippet that's been everywhere right now. Uh, that was very cool. The very cool that that is like, oh, you see that? That's my cousin Joe. And then it's, just, it's a freeze frame, and then it puts all of his acknowledgement. He'd become a, a future WWE champion, universal champion, the biggest wrestler of his time. So the fact that he took the time to – and this was pre filmed. This was done late last year, right? So this was mm-hmm. all done in pre-production uh, for the season – Back then, when we were still hyping and possibly thinking that The Rock will show up in Dallas, uh, but now we have this little this little wink, wink that we're listening to you guys, I, and and this, it, the message couldn't be any clearer. It's a mainstream
0: move. This is a mainstream match. This isn't just any personality you're getting in wrestling. This is you getting the biggest personality that has ever transcended wrestling. I, I don't. There's no debate about this. Hulk Hogan made wrestling a big thing in the 80s. He, uh, Austin did it with uh, The Rock in the 90s. But The Rock is the biggest star that has ever come out of wrestling and gone and done something else. Uh, you could say Donald Trump became a president, but, I mean, he came into wrestling and made some money. It's The Rock. It's The Rock, right? He's the biggest name that ever came out of it. He's a very calculated guy. He's very much in bed with WWE and the XFL business. He, he bought a majority stake from it from them. He'll launch that this year as well. This guy has his fingers in a lot of different pools. When does the XFL launch on television? That's in the spring of 2023. What is also in the spring of 2023? The XFL. Now, the thing is, the match isn't official yet. You need to give Rock a big window uh, away from a bunch of different insurances that are tied to different deals that he has with productions, away from all those different things. You know, there was talk this year at WrestleMania that we weren't going to get a Brock Rock match. That we were a uh, Brock mm-hmm. Reigns match. And we were going to get the Rock in the ring at some point there. There was some angle. We were we were people talking about that every 5 minutes mm-hmm. when we were in Dallas. Yeah. And that was a highly protected thing and there was no one talking about that. We knew we were getting stone cold months in advance, but they were saying where we're going to get Rock though, you know, to lay up next year's uh, WrestleMania in Los Angeles. And it seems like even Reigns has hinted at that that if the match had, would happen, it wouldn't happen in Dallas, that it would happen in Los Angeles. Where The Rock is a huge movie star, where The Rock is a resident, where The Rock is a force of nature in entertainment. It makes all sense for The Rock to do this with Reigns in Los Angeles next spring.
1: Yeah, Oh, it absolutely does.
0: Uh, Yeah, so it'd be certainly interesting here. Uh, A lot of people saying Roman Reigns deserves it uh now be the biggest match WrestleMania match of all time nothing bigger than that family war yeah it's certainly like if you just have that one match it's going to move a lot of mu- move a lot of tickets move a lot of people so you know, if someone likes the rock and they want to subscribe to Peacock on a whim this is a huge <laughs> match to do it if they if they're just a WrestleMania fan i know a lot of people are they just tune in for the big shows this is one of those mega 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 big matches right but can you keep reigns this consistently hot until then can you keep him can you keep the fire burning that long it's pretty hard when you have an apathetic tv show that doesn't shut down 52 weeks of the year or do you need the title to do it can you take the title off of him and heat him back up again for wrestlemania
2: yeah this doesn't need the title plus this is probably the rocks last match so
1: yeah Yeah, I think that's a a good point that it doesn't need a title uh the title makes it nice because Um, It it gives us something to fight for. But at the end of the day, The Rock's not going to stick around for a championship run. Right. So uh, even if someone else, let's say Cody Rhodes is the WWE Universal champion at that point, even you could still close out WrestleMania 39 Roman Reigns versus The Rock because it's those two names uh johnny manzel saying i
0: couldn't think i couldn't imagine them going against each other ozzy retorts with it doesn't matter what you think all right so uh yeah uh yeah so a lot of different takes there let's get into this news here about brock lesnar there was some talk of him having some uh role on wrestlemania backlash and now that's not the case what's the latest here
2: According to, uh, the official website and, uh, uh, for the arena and whatnot, the poster showed Lesnar on there for WrestleMania backlash, but now the updated poster has removed Lesnar. Of course, Lesnar has not been on TV since, uh, and, uh, a lot of people are speculating. He is just taking a hiatus. Uh, he's probably like I've said on Twitter, he's probably had enough, uh, with people. He's going to go hide in his farm for a little while. <laughs> he needs Recharge. to hibernate
1: from, t- t- take a little hiatus from people.
2: Yeah, get, rid- get get away from people for a while and uh, hibernate up-, up north for uh, some time. Doesn't probably. that sound like
1: the most Brock Lesnar thing? Just yeah. going and hiding away from people?
2: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, and I don't think there was expectations that he was going to be uh, on the card. I don't think there were uh, a lot of, talk around mania speculated that he was going to take a break anyway so um i don't know why they you know of course those things those posters those things are put uh together months in advance so uh cl- you know so clearly it was a little outdated then they updated it with uh with well, they've added cody Rhodes onto it so uh you know so it, it wasn't expected that he was going to be there in may probably going to be out until uh closer to SummerSlam. i'm guessing mm-hmm
0: mm-hmm uh, it's certainly an interesting situation. I think Brock Lesnar will be back in the mix before SummerSlam. This is the loop with him. He did a lot of stuff since he came back to WWE in August. You know, that was a, for a guy who's a quote-unquote featured player, right? That was a big run from August to now. And relatively, there's some guys who just kind of get iced that way anyway. You know, like it. But especially when you're at the main event level and all those different things, you get the perks and you're Brock Lesnar. You're not just another should be guy. noted, Brock
1: should be noted, Kevin, that we saw more Brock Lesnar between August and this WrestleMania than we did during his last Universal title run when that lasted almost two years. Think True, about- and, it,
0: and, and it made for a better show. I mean, there are only a handful of SmackDowns that he appeared on where he didn't do something eventful or entertaining, and you had a motivated Brock. You know, I would say this. This is a Brock who was lost at WrestleMania, but definitely seemed motivated in the run, wanted to play ball, did things that WWE asked him to do, put on the cowboy hat, wrecked some things, and did
1: it with a <laughs> smile on his face. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think, uh, I think this was a complete different reiteration of, of, uh, Brock. And I'm sorry about, I think there was a little bit of a delay, so I, I apologize for the silence. Sorry there. about that. Yeah. Uh, no, of no, you're good. Uh, but no, but I think, uh, this, re- This version of Brock, you could see that he was completely committed to what he was doing. As opposed to you know a few years ago when he had that universal title run, uh, where he didn't want to be there, like it, it, it was his body language said it, his facial expressions said it. Now he could be working and just be keep staying in character. But even in some of the backstage stuff that you've seen in the documentaries, like WWE uh, 24, where he throws the universal title at Vince McMahon after he's done with the title or after he's done with the match. So this is a complete. His mindset is at a different place now. Um, and, and that's good for him and it's good for us.
2: Yeah. And probably, you know, you know, maybe he needs a breakthrough so he doesn't get back to that state, you know, again, and wants to keep that, uh, keep that energy and the persona up. And so being at that grind for too long, this is one of his longest runs, uh, since he's come back in 2014. So, uh, you know, to keep that, that positive energy, he probably does need to have a couple months off and then come back in time for whatever is a uh, next step for him.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting here. And obviously I don't think it's a huge story, but you know, we're getting Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins on this backlash pay-per-view. That was one of the biggest matches at WrestleMania. And in terms of doing an immediate rematch of the next pay-per-view, which <laughs> tends to be the rhythm for a lot of WWE shows, I think this is one that people wanted. The reaction to it was pretty positive on Monday. So mm-hmm. it's not like backlash doesn't have something you want to see. I think, People enjoyed seeing Cody versus Seth as a surprise, a, a surprise we expected, but a surprise that got confirmed. Now you get a match too. you have two of the best wrestlers in the world in big match scenarios yeah. and you're going to get something unique here. So I don't think and, it's all bad.
2: And Rick and I talked about this uh, on today's uh, today's show on Bel- today's Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Uh, you know, I think the Usos and RK bro closed the show. Be honest oh, honest, it's you.
0: an interesting call there. That an is a very call. interesting
1: call. You uh, talk about from, yeah. talking about the unification of the titles at backlash. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense.
0: The interesting you see uh Roman's kind of Roman kind of play like a ringside character. If he's involved in that pay-per-view ricochet. He didn't have a huge presence at WrestleMania, though. He was a part of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh featured on Friday before SmackDown. Didn't get a spotlight on those two big nights in Cowboys Stadium. Ricochet comments on the current status of the Intercontinental Championship today on The Bump. What do we have, gentlemen? Uh, He had uh, mentioned
2: about uh, saying he was thankful that WWE gave him time to spend with his son and uh, then mentioned uh, about uh, that he does not want to miss another premium live event, especially a WrestleMania. Uh, He says WrestleMania is always an electricity uh, in the showcase of the immortals. It's something you want to do beyond uh wrestlemania is the top of the mountain if i wasn't going to be on it i was so glad to be able to spend time with my son and recharge my physical and mental battery and family battery i'm glad i was a uh i was able to do that as much as wrestlemania is an event it's a feeling it's an emotion that's my goal for next year is to make sure the intercontinental title and myself collectively together make it to wrestlemania and make it on wrestlemania and that this title, I want to make it as famous as possible to where it cannot miss another one. This title cannot miss another premium live event. It's not going to miss Backlash. It's not going to miss Money in the Bank. WrestleMania is the showcase of the Immortals, and Ricochet plans on being immortal.
0: Interesting comments there. Uh, This is the time of year where WWE kind of introduces some new characters, maybe even pulls some up. It is said, you know, the the format we expect and we follow is new guys get called up, calls up, call ups after WrestleMania. We've already gotten a couple, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we've seen some NXT talent feature on Monday at Raw, even though they're on NXT, just to give them the rub. We saw an NXT title change this past week on Raw. What's to say on SmackDown? They don't say like, all right, let's start going with the Intercontinental champion. If we're going to have less Roman Reigns, we got to have more uh, banger matches on a show that's on network television. That's the most watched wrestling show. So Ricochet has been doing that a little bit more recently in the lead up to WrestleMania, oddly enough that he wasn't featured on a match at WrestleMania. He was featured in a lot of television leading up to to WrestleMania, which is worth noting. So that's the odd omission. He was one of those big omissions from WrestleMania. Balor, the same idea. He was featured significantly, uh, won a title on the United States championship on raw, but did somehow make it into the show. I do think this is WWE saying, Hey, we have something else beyond WrestleMania. We have characters we want to highlight and spotlight, and just reinvigorate their fan base. I would hope that's the case here with Ricochet,
2: right? Yeah, but I mean, WWE also sends a message by leaving both titles off of a two-night event where you have literally ten, you have twelve hours of coverage. You had two hours. We hour couldn't pre-show. get them on the show. We yeah. couldn't do anything. It's We ridiculous. couldn't do that battle.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely. It's beyond it's a travesty. Yeah. You, the the, the, the kickoff was...
0: shows not having a, a, a battle Royal on it made no sense.
2: The fact no that there was nothing on four hours of kickoff shows is ridiculous. The fact mm-hmm. that you have eight hours of main card and you do not have either title on it is ridiculous. I mean, it would have been ridiculous to put them on the pre-show as is. You didn't even have anything on those things. And, um, you know, you had so much programming and, still couldn't find time for it it was it was pretty ridiculous
1: now what they've done with both titles man is an absolute travesty both with the united states title and the intercontinental title uh right now we've seen three weeks in a row where finn balor has eaten the l uh as being the u.s champion which is absurd to me why he's taking all these l's um then you have ricochet who is a phenomenal athlete and can put on banger matches. We've seen this time and time again, and yet he's not being featured on the most important show of the year. And just like you said, it it, it was just four hours of kickoff shows wasted without having those titles or any of those uh, being featured on that. So, man, it's just an absolute travesty what's happened. And hopefully he could do something with it. Let's see if it actually gets featured on a a PLE this time. Let's see if it gets featured on Backlash.
0: Mm -hmm. Makes sense. You know, you got to build someone up, and, and they're certainly doing some new challengers or newer challengers for some titles. I, I think they should maybe feature some newer champions that are in the high-profile situation. You know, they've done the hot and cold thing with the women's titles. I don't think they should be hot and cold with the IC belt. But it's here, it's where you are. You know, I mean, so much of the show is focused on the big names, and that has been a winning formula for WWE. I know some fans would like them to change that, but why change what's already working for them? This this year's WrestleMania was pretty successful. As much as I would like to see a Balor and a Ricochet on the show, all right, more focus on the big names has been a successful model recently. So I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Is that fair to say? I don't like it, but I get it.
1: Yeah. So we, got no, it, 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 we. What you say is absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it's not ideal, but it's it is what it is, you know. So, uh, game changer. It's a phrase that's used a lot in wrestling here with game changer wrestling, but now. Someone in the WWE has earned the title of one of the most influential game changers in the 21st century. How did Becky Lynch get this award here? Uh, Glazia magazine has honored Lynch uh, for her
2: accomplishments, naming her as a top female game changer in the 21st century. Of course, this is not inclusive to uh, wrestlers. This is inclusive to all women around the world as they include Kamala Harris, Michelle Obama, Greta Thunberg and a lot others Uh, from the uh, magazine itself. They said Becky Lynch is an Irish professional wrestler. Also the first woman to win WrestleMania's first ever all-female event in 2019. Lynch became the first woman to hold SmackDown's Women's Championship and Raw's Women's Championship simultaneously. Lynch would go on to be a four-time SmackDown Women's Champion. Lynch also stands for equalism and women empowerment in every sector with women empowerment and women coming together it's not about being better than the guys or whatever it's about collaborate it's not just about collaboration it's about being equal and having more of a highlight on women's athletics and just women being equal in every aspect which with the uh the rise of the four Horsewomen obviously has brought women's wrestling to the forefront it literally kicked it out of the diva stage and uh, has main evented several things and uh has led to its own royal rumble match which was never a thing for so long it led to Mm -hmm. a wrestlemania main event so um you know it's definitely a a
0: commendable achievement for becky lynch for sure i mean go ahead jose jump in there
1: this is uh this is actually very very interesting because i'm here listening to the news and reading it and and just kind of digesting what this one source, this one magazine, this one news outlet decided on who, who is, you know, the most influential female game changers of the 21st century. You gotta believe that Charlotte Flair has gotta be biting her teeth with this. (laughs) You gotta believe that, you know, that Sasha or even like, because those four women, they all kind of came up at the same time. Right. So, Mm I understand that like Becky Lynch won the big one at WrestleMania, and that's a monumental um, uh, thing to do. But you can't discard the other women that helped her get to that position, right?
2: Yeah. And I don't think it's in this, I don't think it's all in the ring, though. A lot of it, uh, they also mention a lot of things that Becky does outside of the ring. And that might be things that Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey don't do. So true. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Very true.
0: Uh certainly interesting uh and uh, certainly something that uh, another chip on her shoulder that she can brag about and say that she's the man and all those different things. Uh let's get into this story. The Good Brothers, they were signed in late uh kind of kind of in late 2019 to a very lucrative uh, standing deal with WWE that would keep them in the fold and they would have had the opportunity to jump and join their buddies over in All Elite Wrestling or maybe even Impact or head back to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Some some big things outside of WWE. They sign new deals with WWE. Then they get cut in the first waves of big cuts during the pandemic and the spring of 2020. How unfortunate, even though they played a role in the Boneyard matches, kind of being uh, seconds there to uh, AJ Styles. That would be the Undertaker's final match. They've been with Impact Wrestling ever since, but obviously have worked uh, significant roles on All Elite Wrestling, television wrestling many times there. They've also recently wrestled on New Japan Strong Dates, partnership officially between New Japan and Impact is still active. Their deal is up soon, and uh, what's going to happen with them? These are two still significant players in the business. Are they as significant as they once were? What is their free market value? Would WWE want them back now? Uh, Would they go back to WWE? I don't know, Uh, but I'm of the thought that something makes me think they stay within one of those three non-WWE companies. Right, Jeremy?
2: Yeah, their uh, deal was a two-year deal with Impact, and I mean, them along with Brian Myers, Heath, um, you know, they really added some much needed juice to impact and the product had gotten a lot better because of it. And, uh, those deals are two year deals that are now going to be ending on July 8th, uh, July 17th of this year. So just three months from now. And, uh, so I, you know, I don't know. I, I think my gut feeling is they're go to AEW just because of who's there. A lot of people they associate with are in AEW, um, they had a big run in AEW with uh, Don Callis and Kenny Omega. They uh, they have a big presence on BTE. Um, mm-hmm. I I just feel, I, I just feel like they don't. Outside of uh, it, it depends if new ja- if they continue to have a strong presence of New Japan in Impact Wrestling, I could see them re-signing. Um, but I'm gonna but they outside of the New Japan factor and the Bullet Club factor, they don't fit in as much into impact where they
0: would in aew i think so um it's going to be interesting yeah. to see where they land uh, it'll be interesting to see where they land i mean obviously the impact aew thing kind of ran its course right and now you have the, you're at this crossroads what do you think jose where, where should these guys end up our two uh bald-headed bearded buddies here <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you know these guys are, are are hilarious by the way in person yeah these guys are the most chill people i've ever had the pleasure to talk to um i don't know man you know impact is such a good fit for them aew really doesn't need them i wouldn't mind seeing them doing a run maybe they could do something with ring of honor um under under tony khan with ring Mm -hmm. of honor um i i don't know where you really just fit them right now just because there's such an influx of free agents in the market right now where are the good brothers going to be more valuable that's that's where i'm trying to think right now. So mm-hmm. if I'm a promoter, well, who the, do I want?
2: The interesting part is Kenny Omega is going to be coming back close to when their deal is up. And they were very closely associated with Omega and Don Callis during Omega's title run. So that makes me think that that it's a very strong possibility that they could go to AEW and return with Omega. And then you got, you know, you got Adam Cole with red dragon. Uh you got what I think is the bucks eventually turning face and aligning with hangman page. And you got the good brothers and Kenny Omega, and you have three sets of three that can fight over the world championship and the tag team championships. in and in, in a pretty epic battle of, uh, three factions right
0: there so i i really think jeremy fantasy booking isn't news it's just speculation i
1: understand what you're talking (laughs) about oh yeah but i also i also oh the the... buzz
0: kill has been buzz killed (laughs) but i also it
1: happened you just been buzzed
2: but uh yeah Yeah, i I also use it as facts to back it up i know i know the fact that kenny omega is close to coming back uh is a fact enough that this could really set up a because they're really they're really kind of teasing a Hangman Bucks thing, and uh, and I won't be surprised if Adam Cole takes that title on on uh, Friday either. So, uh, and I'm I'm definitely thinking Red Dragon wins tonight. So, you know that's that's a good kind of a
0: three way faction feud that you could have when Kenny comes back. Um, and it's of a course- nice way to drag things out if you want to. I mean, and yeah. I, much this isn't like a critique. AEW likes to do some things that push a storyline. All right, now all, oh, because they introduced this element, That's now it's going to have formula. to go.
1: That's their formula that works for them.
0: Yep. It's going to have to go further, because <laughs> they don't have the pay-per-view payoff. Plus, time, I right?
2: mean, you if you set up a feud like this, man, uh, eventually... You're going to have them trios championships too. Imagine a triple threat trios. Imagine you, you, you a get, triple threat tri- trios title match with those nine guys.
0: <laughs> you have a lot of variations. You have a lot of variations you can play with there. So for yeah. sure, that's uh, and
2: uh, And Kenny there. Omega, uh, some news on uh, on another uh, front that he works on too today.
1: Go ahead the, and drop that news, man. Drop a very video
2: game, man. Very surprising news came out from Fifle Select today about the AEW video game where uh it is coming uh going to be coming out closer than you think. Uh you know, nobody had any idea when it was going to come out. There'd never been a set date, never been an estimated date until now, and that date is now uh, tentatively only 5 months away this September. Wow. Uh they are looking to ship late September for the new AEW video game. Um, They're told there's plenty of work to be done then, and the plan has been long for the game to release this year, and that September has been widely regarded as the target as of now. Of course, things can change, Ah, uh, during the development cycle, if if you get a hiccup, something uh, it, along the development cycle, something along the uh, lines of the certification cycle with Microsoft and Sony, you could always get some delays there. But the uh, the the date they're looking at now is into September, which I did not expect at all.
0: Ah, mm, mm. uh, certainly intriguing. Uh, that's a that's a quick turnaround because then you got to market the hell out of this thing under that time period. Yeah. And as much as people wrestling fans who watch television all week will get really tired of hearing the same thing promoted to them every week, it's not for you. This is yeah. this is the first real test of all wrestling putting out a product. Well, look that how much can transcend a weekly television yeah. show.
2: Look how much WWE pimps their video games. So sure, and, and there's see, a re- yeah.
0: And there's a reason they do it because it yeah. sells games. It gets people that pay attention and it gets people that are casual to pay attention. And it's like this their is...
2: sponsor of their pay per view, which is kind of funny that their own game sponsors their or their premium live event. Sure, sure.
0: Um, <laughs> imagine. Are you mad about bigger... that, Jeremy? I premium live. I event.
2: will call it a pay per view till I <laughs> <F and> die.
1: <laughs> Guys, before well, we head out here, before we head out here, we got to get Roland Curtis's super chat in. As always, go. showing us the love and showing us the support. Thank you so Roland much, Curtis buddy. Says yes, championship titles are unnecessary, but I disagree about the titles because Rock versus Roman needs one title on the line. Tribal Chief, also known as head of the table,
2: that is the title that matters,
0: Roland. That is the.
2: There's title the story.
1: That matters. There's the story. Who's who's the head of the family?
0: Who's the top star in the family? Who's, who is and, and the Roman? Ain't team? holding that title all the way to Mania.
2: He's gonna drop it this year sometime, probably to Cody.
0: Mm-hmm. And will
2: the rock play a role in that? That would be uh, interesting, but I don't know. Right now I have it as uh Cody uh, wins money in the bank, which then enables him. Well, I don't know. Again, the, the, the WWE title thing is so weird because there was always the rumor that they were going to create a brand new title for raw. Now. I don't know. Cause you still have the two separate titles. They didn't really unify them.
0: So uh, you just have weird. one guy holding, you just have one guy. So holding you
2: may record. not have to have Cody win money in the bank now to, to challenge Roman. So, uh, I don't know. I, I would say he wins money in the bank, calls his shot, challenges him at, at SummerSlam to close the show. Uh, does not He doesn't do the surprise thing. He actually uh, uh, challenges Roman ahead of time. But I don't know now because, I mean, we still don't have any clarification on what they're doing with those titles. I don't think they truly unified
0: them now the way they're still presenting them on TV. People pumped for tonight's AEW Dynamite. This is a stacked oh, episode. Boy. Samoa Joe will have his AEW television debut after joining the company. He will take on Ring of Honor television champion. This is a surprising move that that they pulled here by doing this with Japanese wrestling legend, New Japan pro re- legend, Minoru Suzuki, holding that title. They're going to beat uh, the dog shit out of each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And I hope they get a lot mm-hmm. of you time. Uh, you have a real legendary figure there uh, and a lot more hype leading into Rampage this week. AEW trying to, I think, ride that post-mania wave. Yeah, and you it's gonna be hey, interesting. You don't smart know play.
2: you don't know if Suzuki's sticking around, or uh, if he is sticking around, you could uh, you know, there's two ways to see that. If um if Suzuki's not sticking around, you easily put it on Joe, or is Lethal gonna screw Joe? You know, there's a, there's a it can go either way, so it's very interesting to see what's gonna happen tonight.
0: Uh, of course, uh, definitely check out all the uh, action there. We'll have it covered at SportsKita.com. If you haven't done show, go ahead and subscribe to our channels. We have two channels here on YouTube. Uh, we're over 28,000. Thank you so much on YouTube right now. We're making that March towards 29. Uh, subscribe to our other channel, Wrestle Binge by Sportskeeda. This is a channel that is exclusively just countdowns and a little bit more uh, topic-specific type videos. Uh, but mostly countdowns. Uh, you hear Jeremy, you'll hear me on there. You hear Jose. A lot of fun stuff we're doing on that. Go ahead and give it a look. Just search WrestleBinge, two separate words, sports keto. That'll pop up in YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, thank you to the people that subscribe to the podcast version of everything we're putting out. The audio is just kicking ass. Number one this past week in Ireland. Number two in Pakistan. On uh, the top ten in India. In the top one hundred in the United States, Canada, Australia. And Great Britain. Thank you guys so so much. We really really acknowledge appreciate it. us. If you are listening over there, by the way, and you've been listening this long, go ahead and give us a five star review. Go ahead and give us a five star review. Uh, we may be playing uh, with some live audio streaming things, not just live video streaming, but live audio streaming. So keep an eye out for that as well. Yes, acknowledge Sports Kita in the chat. I appreciate that. You can follow at Jose underscore G underscore official. You can follow me at Kev Kelm. I'll be live on stage uh, Thursday night at the Reveler in Chicago. Friday night at Kedzie Inn. All my comedy dates up at my uh, Twitter, at Kev Kelm. Jeremy Bennett, keep him busy with uh, Believe and Pro Wrestling, covering NXT over there as well. And give him a follow at JB Huskers. And follow Sports Kita. Follow Sports Kita on all the different uh, all the different things you have on your screen. We're on all those things. Uh, Go ahead and look for that SK logo. We'll be up there. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most
1: important thing, which is what? You need to enjoy wrestling and acknowledge us. Yeah. Uh Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.